Welcome to We Have Fun. We back. Welcome to We Have Fun. We back. Welcome to We Have Fun. Welcome to We Have Fun. Generally, we have fun. My baby love, I need you. Oh, I need you. Welcome back. Riders. Riders or dyers. I'd like to think we've got some riders. Well, if we have riders... Does that imply we have dyers as well? I feel like it's hard to have dyers without having riders. I feel like the riders would be the dyers. So you can't die until you ride? Maybe the riders are like, oh, let's see what this about. And the dyers are the, I'm locked in. These are my dudes. I don't know if that's what that means. Or the rider dies. Right. I thought that... Does the rider die? No. Well, if the rider dies, then the riders die. Hmm. So if we die, what happens to them? Um, I guess they die. What is our contingency plan? Well, I think it's a parallel effort. If we ride, they ride. And if we die, they die. Right. We ride together, we die together. Essentially, we are the bad boys for life. Right. But we're also the friends convincing other people to jump off of a bridge. I think every group of friends needs one of those people. And hell, this group of weak old babies has two of them. Yeah. So how lucky for you. So I think that classifies us as a cult. Not until they start giving us nicknames. Like Big Meat and Papa Sauce. Well, they didn't give those to us. We forced them upon. (laughs) Yes. But hey, that's America, baby. That is America. That's just show business. It's America, weak old babies. That's the hustle. (laughs) And you can't knock the hustle. Mm -mm. As Jay-Z and Mary J. Blige taught us. No, the hustle or the flow. Hustle and flow. Mm-hmm. I'm doing social media for Are us. Are you doing a social media for us? I'm trying not to get... The claw? The Christmas story puzzle in there. Also, <laughs> also you were widely out of... Well, put me in focus. frame, mother... Focus. Mother, focus, children. Mother, focus. No, there's nothing over there. Oh, Doug. Uh, what are we talking about when we talk about Doug? Well... We talk about a guy who's at the end of his rope. Yeah, I'll say. That's why he's podcasting. Um, Doug's got the giggles today. What do we talk about when we talk about giggles? He's been alone for the better part of the day. He's already had some real howitzers of comedy, so I'm trying to draw them out again now that we're recording. But uh, He's got cabin fever. <laughs> so... Uh, I've been doing that laugh. I don't know what that is. It's just like a... Me either, and I wish you wouldn't. It's a bird noise. It's very avian in nature. Avian bird flu. You know what? It's very redundant of you. Um, but... Let me get some stickers on here. Oh, boy. So, here's the thing. Um, Tell me. I started watching Crashing. Yes. Not the... Uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge. Yes, but the Pete, Holmes. but the Pete Holmes one, and uh, I gotta tell you, it's giving me the uh, the stand up itch. Yeah, you haven't had that itch in a while. It's not that I haven't had it; it's just that I'm 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 spread pretty thin already, and um, honestly, the 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 agony that is open mics, and and you get it, you know, left, right, and center. 
it's a lot to handle. Plus, it's just it's tough to get in there because I don't use Facebook a lot, and that's pretty much how the open mics go. Oh, Doug, you idiot. Oh, am I bothering you? No. Am I bugging you? I put heat and then flame emoji when I only needed one. Uh, you know what? I don't know what. The, why the fuck I bothered with you. <laughs> Are we still friends? We, <laughs> I thought you were going to ask if we're still recording, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> Cancel it. Cancel us. <laughs> we're shutting it down. <laughs> no, but it's like I, I always... Here's what happens. It's like whenever I I, um, I stopped. Well, I didn't stop playing soccer. I um, stop soccer. I, stopped playing you. Yeah, I was shut out. But when I stopped playing soccer, or I was I wasn't playing competitive soccer. I was going to say professional soccer, but I wasn't playing competitive soccer anymore. I would watch games and I would really feel like like two o'clock in the morning, and I would really feel like I I wanted to go and play like right now. Right. And. That's how I am with tennis. Sure. But luckily, you can play against a wall. I can. (laughs) That son of a bitch always wins. (laughs) Um, But... What was my point? I'm, I'm like, hanging very loosely on this point. I'm trying to get through the whole thing. Right. But... It scratching itches. Yeah. A couple of my friends... um, are doing really well for themselves in the comedy world right now. Um, good friend, uh, Mary Romeo, just opened up in Boston. Very funny. Shout out, Mary. Shout out, Mary. Um, she's, <laughs> shout, shout out, out Mary. Mary. <laughs> shout out, Mary. Uh, she's uh, L.A.-based right now, um, but she just uh, opened up for Jay Larson Ooh. in Boston. Uh, she's doing really, really well for herself. I'm very proud of her. Um, and then good friend of the pod, uh, Colin Chamberlain. Um, He's a good make, making a move up to New York City, doing the goddamn thing up there. We're and gonna have him on soon. I hope we do. I hope we do. Um, and it's it's like a competitive thing with me. Yeah. It's like I've been in the trenches with both of them. Yes. So I can't. Ha- and this is not a negative thing. I don't want to. I don't want this to come off as like a negative thing. Right. It's just like you see them getting the hustle, and it's like you know what? I want to. I want to do that too, and it's just like. I, I could make up a million excuses for why I haven't been able to do that. Um, right. And, you know, just a quick, small bubble of real... It's usually just anxiety and no other reason. But... Right. Um, no, it's just I see them, like, getting after it and, and, and making something of, of their dream. And it's like, fuck, man. Well, I was with them when they were doing it at, at like, a local level. And, like, mm. now they're there. And if I would have just hung with it a little longer, like, who knows? And they're not even funny. <laughs> there I go again, doing that thing. Just to take the heat off of that. I'm kidding, Mary. I don't know if you're funny or not. And Colin, you're all right. <laughs> we tolerate you. But it's just, what was that? You don't bite the top off. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what was that? Bite like a little monkey. <laughs> That's from our shower, too. <laughs> Use some tiger teeth. But anyway, I'm watching this show and it's just, it's really giving me a, well, that's the other thing is so going to open mics. Like I'm not saying I'm the world's funniest, mm-hmm. com- like I'm not even like top tier in, mm-hmm. you know, even in Pittsburgh comedy right now, I'm just really just trying to hone the craft, but boy, like having to sit through some mics, 
of like just like so there's there's like really like a couple of classes of uh, open micers, I guess, in any city that has regular comedy mics. Right. But there's 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 a couple different people that go up for a couple different reasons. But for the sake of brevity, we'll go with there's two people. Mm-hmm. There's two. There's one person that wants to do it for shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. It's just something to get out of the house. Maybe they're bored. They want to give a shot at it. They enjoy just having attention. Right. And then there's the people that want to do it professionally. They want to get on the hustle. They want to fucking grind it out, and they want to. You know, do the goddamn thing. And you can't knock the hustle. You certainly can't. And, or the flow. Mm. And the people that do it for funsies, it's a completely valid reason. And I say this with, with peace and love. <laughs> I'm warning you with um, peace and love. That it's, uh, it gets a little irritating. Yeah. If you're, if you're like working on shit. You're trying to go up to like more than like four or five mics a week. Like, you're you're constantly like listening to comedy. You're listening to people talk shop. You're you know, trying to like get in with the underground, like the people that are on the up and up. And you're really trying to make moves and everything and be a comedian entrepreneur. And then there's people literally telling knock knock jokes mm-hmm. while you have to sit at the bar, and fucking shaking from mm-hmm. stress, going like, oh, what if they fucking hate me? What if they fucking hate me? And then you get, um. Oh shit. Okay. All right. So how come um how how come you can't hear um a, a pterodactyl um go to the bathroom? Cuz they're dead. <laughs> and like honestly, it's either that, it's literally either that or because the pee is silent and <laughs> it's so fucking frustrating. I think not to pat myself on the back. I think because they're dead, it's funnier. It, no, because they're dead is a lot funnier, but... That is the road less traveled. Yeah. And, um... It's just, like... It's it's honestly, like... Again, it's completely valid. And this is coming from a weird place in my heart where I don't hate you because you do this if you're listening and you do this. I, I don't dislike you at all because you do this. You're completely entitled to your time on the mic. Mm-hmm. But I have to I have to let you know that in the small, in the vacuum that is the bar mm-hmm. at that open mic, I have to think I, I'm speaking for all of the, the quasi-professional uh, open micers. We fucking hate you. <laughs> You're wasting everyone. You're literally wasting. Like, when, like, 15 sign-ups turns into, like, 20 sign-ups because out-of-towners come in and, like, and, like, the the host boys show up and they want a quick spot. We're already sitting around for, like, two hours, two and a half hours. We don't have fucking time for your knock-knock jokes. (laughs) I gotta be somewhere. You know? Oh boy, I I, I want to go to an open mic night. Get on stage before you and say, knock knock. Oh man, there's a thing. So I remember this one time. It was like, it was the like my first go at it. So it was like I was probably like two or three months in, not very far at all, mm-hmm. and but I felt pretty good about my set. There you go. Um, I felt pretty good about my set um, to the point where I was like. Mixing it up. I was pulling some audibles, like, with how I was saying it. Right. And stuff like that. Like, mixing up the order. And there was this there's this gentleman that came in, and he was already drunk when he got there. Oh, you love it. Already drunk when he got there. He's telling me how he's, like, 
um, ex-military, wanted to go to special forces, but he got like leg trauma. He wasn't and special enough. He wasn't special enough. He, he like, or he, he was too special. Well, something like his his. His uh, convoy hit an IED and it like messed his hip up and he just can't like hang. And so there was no pregnancy to worry about, right? So he gave. <laughs> yes, the the Humvee hit an IUD. There was, Whoa. There was just Morena all over the place. I felt it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, ah fuck, and uh, he was he was like very he was very much a sharer mm-hmm. and. He starts buying me drinks, and I'm like, oh, you know, I have one beer to calm myself, but anymore, and I start forgetting lines. Mm. This is back when I tried the George Carlin approach to mm. just memorizing my whole set. And I'll remind you, very drunk by the time he got there. Right. And probably the... so he was looking for a drinking buddy. Pretty much. And I mean, I entertained him as much as I could, but at mm. the same time, I'm all business, mm-hmm. you know? And he staggered up to the mic... Told about a minute and I will say two minutes Ooh. worth of knock knock jokes and jokes that his daughter told him, and it was honestly like kind of adorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then you uh, patted him on the head. But as he you went. don't really know what to do after that because there's a protocol. Like you, you even if the joke sucks, if you're a comic, I feel like you have a civic responsibility, unless the person's an asshole, to at least pity laugh. Or, yeah. or clap when they get down. Like, <laughs> um, or <laughs> lately, <laughs> blow tissues. <laughs> Skeevy. Mm, delicious. Yeah. And I feel like you have That's a civic, my full laugh. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole, the whole thing. You have a civic duty to at least be a human yeah. to these people. That means it's called being polite. Yeah. But you don't really know what to do after that sideshow. Right. Because you're like, well, that was that, you know, uh, not necessarily a disingenuous. Was that an ingenuous uh, go? Did he did he have a go at it? A real go? Because if he didn't have a real go, then I'm, not, I'm not really going to, you know, extend both hands and then slap them together politely. My question is, did he have something more planned, or did he just want to get shit-faced? He just probably wanted to get fucking hammered and and tell some jokes. And that's, again, valid. But the uh, remaining nine of us in the bar who have already waited one and a half hours, you know, we don't don't take too kindly to that. Oh, man. But that's just what's uh, been going through the old bean. Yeah. Um, well, I hope you go for it. Me too. I think I'll go for it soon. I like to hit the Wednesday ones. Yeah. But uh, those are those are so... Passe. Well, it's not passe. They're just dicey. They're very difficult. The one I go to is very difficult. I ain't no dice when you're chewing mice. Well, that's what I'm saying, man. And uh, <laughs> I like that one because it's difficult. You know me. I've never been a big proponent of the easy way. You haven't. You're not an easy guy. I'm well, actually, you're very easy. <laughs> rude. <laughs> accurate. Rude. Mm. Who'd be writing to ye? Who'd be writing to you? Anywho. Um, friend of the pod. Oh, good. I won't say names because they don't know who they're a friend of the pod yet. That's true. So, um, um, that's just what's been kicking around the old bean. I've been entertaining the idea of it more and more. Yeah? But... For me, I think I've articulated this to you off the air, mm-hmm. where it's 
There's the people that do it the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, I would lump you in with them. Hey. Where it's like you're doing your research, you're staying current on everything. That doesn't appeal to me at all. Uh, sure, yeah. I don't want to have to like sit down and watch everybody's specials mm-hmm. and like be like, oh, I've listened to this album from 30 years ago, mm-hmm. so that's funny. I just want to like write shit and get up and say it and sit back down and go sure. on. And that's, my day. Yeah, that's fine. Um, there's a... There are a number, I mean, so again, I guess this might get lumped in with like a bag of uh, paying your dues, but there are a number of comedians that will go out of their way to not listen to other people's specials because Mm -hmm. they don't want their styles to intertwine, Mm -hmm. especially if it's good. I know um, famously... And I know this name carries some ire with it, but famously Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. um, he I mean he's, he's Joe fucking Rogan, and he famously does not listen to his friends' um, specials. Like he'll watch them at the comedy store and like the mm-hmm. the um, Ice House and stuff like that, but he won't listen to them because like if they're bad, he doesn't want to think less of them, right. and worse if they're good, he doesn't want to like tell jokes like them, right. And that is my fear is that, like, you know, there's so many out there that mm-hmm. you, like, if you want to stick with it, you have to, like, make yourself aware to. That I would be afraid that I would come up with a joke and be, like, not know if I came up with it or if I yeah. heard it somewhere. That's definitely a danger thing. And, you know, the the writing background. Yeah. I... I don't want to be accused of plagiarism sure. or theft in yeah. any yeah. um, capacity. And that's definitely like one of the worst. Well, that's and that's kind of an interesting thing because like plagiarism in writing is handled slightly, slightly, and also extremely differently in stand-up. In so far as if you are um, accused of plagiarism as a writer, well, there's a good chance you've got receipts. And yeah. you can, like, kind of prove your point one way or the other. Um, I don't know why you would prove your point towards plagiarism, but... Um, <laughs> I have stolen this! <laughs> it is not mine! <laughs> and look at here! Book receipts! But you all believed that it was mine! but um shame shame but it's handled a little slower so it's like first the accusations come accusations accusations that's what it is first the acquisitions (laughs) then the acquisitions spanish or otherwise (laughs) and which nobody suspects inquisition and then you know eventually the ball rolls and to you as a writer, it feels like the world has just come down on you because it's a very serious ac- acquisition. <laughs> and and uh, but in in the larger picture, um, forest from the trees, it happens pretty slowly. Like it, it could probably take years for your reputation to be fully tarnished to the point yeah. where no one respects you anymore. But I feel like is it if it's something where like if you acknowledge like oh then maybe. If you if yeah if you acknowledge that it's like I could see I could see why you would think that but let me calmly explain this in my yeah in this blog post Um, like listen just because we both wrote 
uh, long, I was going to say short stories, long stories mm-hmm. about, um, you know, a planet with sandworms and, and various spices which may or may not flow does not mean that I copied off of, you know. Tremors. Yeah, <laughs> Tremors, <laughs> says the author of Tremors. <laughs> Mine's got Kevin Bacon in a motherfucker. <laughs> and was it Frank Herbert? Fred Fra- Fred Duke. <laughs> Fred Durst. Fred Durst. Frank Durst. Um, I was gonna say something. I was gonna say something, and then you just drafted me with tremors. <laughs> um, uh, what were you saying right before that? Uh, plagiarism. Yeah. Acquisitions. Okay. Okay. I'm on it. Oh, I remembered it. Um, Keep going. I'm almost there. <laughs> you know how I like words. Um, um, I've heard of wordplay, but this is ridiculous. I need to use the restroom. <laughs> um, no, I was at the improv. I have arrived. <laughs> In my pants. I was at the improv. I want to say within the past year. The Pittsburgh yeah. improv. Sure. Um, and there was someone performing there. I won't say his name because I can't. Because what's a name? Because I can't remember it. Okay. But he was very shouty. And I feel like that's all that needs to be said. Okay. Um, but he told a joke that was point for point Gary Gallman's spiel on the Karate Kid. Oh, okay. Down to the Noriyuki Pat Morita bit. Oh, no. Yeah, and I was like, and people were laughing. I was like, this is, this is mm. like an eight-year-old joke. Pivotal. <laughs> this is not new. Yeah. And also, his delivery just butchered it because sure. he was screaming the words at you the whole time. Yeah, I mean that's a whole, that's a whole conversation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but so like, on a writing level, it's like kind of touch and go. But if it goes. You know, tits up for you. It's uh, it takes it takes a little while. Whereas if you, I'm gonna steal everybody's. Joke. If you plagiarize, for the sake of parlance, if you plagiarize a joke, it happens to you that night. Yeah. Which is good and bad. Um, it's quick feedback. It's super quick feedback. Um, the only thing is if you, if you copy like a a professional, like a famous comedian, obviously it's like very shameful. Right. But if you copy a local comic, um, that draws a a different level of hatred. I would say that's downright despicable. Yeah. Cause, uh, it's tough to, I don't think anybody really does anything about it unless you've copied from somebody higher than you. Mm-hmm. If you copy from somebody on the same tier or lower than you, no one, you can't really do anything about it. Like you can get accused, but it's like, no, well, you've been to three open mics your whole life. Like mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but there was a comic. I do remember just thinking like, it's along the same lines as you as like, this is shameful. Yeah. Cause uh, the mic that I went to, there was a kid uh, I don't know how many people listening are terribly familiar with Tom Rhodes, the comedian. Mm-hmm. He's been around for quite a long time. I had the pleasure of actually meeting him in Los Angeles. You did. And um, outside the world famous comedy store. 
Outside the world-famous Bubba Gump Shrimp. Absolutely. And he has this very funny joke about how the artist Caravaggio is his favorite artist. And he he has a propensity for uh, drawing uh, Jesus and uh, the Mother Mary. And there's one painting in particular where it shows Jesus... And his dick's hanging out. Oh, that holy penis. Yeah, and he has, like, the joke goes on to, and he says, like, he was like, I don't know about y'all, uh, and, you know, tiny dick Jesus is okay for you, but, uh, you know, my Lord and Savior is packing a hammer. <laughs> and he, he, like... But he never used it. <laughs> but, yeah. And, but there was, a, there was an open micer, obviously, that, at this open mic... And he was butchering this joke to the point where I couldn't honestly tell if he was truly plagiarizing it or not because right. it was so broken. He forgot all the details but knew he wanted to get it <laughs> yeah. out there. And it left me in the weirdest state of mind. Like, do I hate him or do I pity him? <laughs> and uh, so that, that's just one of those bit things. A bit of both. A little, yeah, a little bit of both. Because I guess, like, if you're going to do it, go full bore. If you're going to cheat, be a good cheater. Be a good cheater. Be the Bill Belichick of cheaters, man. Just go in there with your deflated balls. Destroy every hoodie you've ever laid eyes on. Just, I see those sleeves and I'm going to wreck it. (laughs) Bill. Bill. Baby. January. Boo-boo. And 17 below zero. Why would you cut the sleeves off? <laughs> oh, boy. Go. You gotta be tough. You gotta be hard. You gotta stick together. Hey, say you're Brad Pitt. That didn't impress me much. <laughs> Zing pow. That would impress me if you were Brad Pitt. I would. Brad Pitt. If he walked in here right now, friend of the pod. Known friend of the pod. Known. It is known that he's it a friend of the pod. We've had him on several times. Many times. And if you haven't listened to those once in a lifetime, never coming back pods, then I feel sorry for you, you kid. You are tr- clearly not a dyer. You're. N- or you are a dyer. Or you're yeah. not a rider. You're not a rider dyer. Suffice to say, you are only a week old baby. Yeah. And that's fine with us right now. And not like the good kind. No. But like a week old. Yeah. Baby. Yeah. Like a quarter of a month old. Yes. Depending on which month. Or uh, 152nd of a year. year. Does that math work out? I don't know that it does, but maybe. Well, it's a week, so yeah. 52 weeks in a year. I'm not the mathematician here, Doug. You're going to need to back me up on this. Oh, I am? We took the same pre-algebra class together. Yeah, it's true. That, no, it was geometry. It was a geometry? And I failed the final. That, well, because of the fucking circle at the back. Oh, I hated it. All right. I hated it. It was like a six-page test, already egregious. Yeah. There's a reason There's a reason we were that old in geometry. Yeah. Clearly, we can't geom. Yeah. Let alone entry. We can't do either one of them. Even if you split up the work. You can't be expected to entry if you can't GR. No, I mean, absolutely. And um, the back was the classic. The back of the test was the classic final boss. <laughs> where it was just a circle. Strike it down three times. <laughs> with a whole bunch of crazy-ass lines in it. And if you miss, 
You miss one angle. You miss all angles. You fucked. And it was worth like 50% yeah. of the test. And that was... The downfall of us all. Yeah, it truly was. That's why I ended up in... What was the next one? Pre-calc and trig? Oh, I didn't end up in pre-calc and trig. I did. I think you fell up, brother. <laughs> oh. oh, no. <laughs> what did you end up in? I think I just wound up in Algebra 2. Oh, you bitch. <laughs> I needed a graphing calculator. <laughs> and mine was like 20 years older than everyone else's. So it didn't have all the functions. <laughs> Everyone's got a TI-84. And you just got T.I. <laughs> King like T.I. Just checking your sums and your hymens. <laughs> just trying to put in a complicated equation. And all that pops up on the screen is what you know about that. <laughs> oh, man. He's just like... Uh... Tip Harris. <laughs> Let me give you something big enough to that graph into. <laughs> So I'm watching. Equating. <laughs> oh, parabolas was, were not a thing to me. I could not. Parabola. <sighs> I miss you, Bradick. <laughs> it's, my, it's my fiddler crap. <laughs> Doing a Zoidberg. <laughs> the image was me raising my arms in a parabola and then clapping the hands. Singly, those are solo claps. Individually, red solo claps. Red solo clap. Which really sounds like some sort of horrible STD you managed to get. STD. <laughs> yes. The clap, Kevin. The clap. My know, red solo you... clap. Sexually disease transmission. I may have slurred my speech, <laughs> but I've had a pound of white claw tonight. Who knew they made claw pounders? I did. I sell them frequently. You sell them frequently. I, sell I had them. one at stage AE. No, I didn't. I would sell them frequently. <laughs> you know what? I sell them frequently. Well, in the words, people are gonna think we're drunk or high at the same time drinking champagne on an airplane. I assure you, it's a two chains line. Oh man! But in two the chains. words of Queen B, we've been drinking. Mm-hmm. We've been drinking. I've been drinking. I'm a dragon. I'm a dragon. I'm a dragon. Um, what are we talking about? Well, what are we talking about when we talk about what we talk about? Well, you know, I said that. How many times can we can we use that joke before we actively see our subscribers go down? Where my where my Carver heads at? <laughs> George Washington. Yes. Where are my peanut fans at? <laughs> well, what are we talking about, Doug? Kevin. Douglas. Gavin. I've got some topics. Oh, good. Here we go. He's going into the notes. Haute couture. Haute couture. Define. Um, Ooh, Motley Crue and Def Leppard and Poison are going on tour. I did see that. I'm not interested. Why would you be? <laughs> well, because you are a, a roughly 40-year-old, I won't say widower because you've never been married. It's true. But uh, you know what? You're just looking for a good time. Yes, but love is dead with me. 
Beg pardon? I'm a widower who hasn't been married, but love is dead with me. You're a black widower. Well, I don't know why you had to take it in that direction. Uh, Doug doesn't like spiders. I don't like spiders. Or wasps. (laughs) (laughs) One I don't mind, the other, oh boy. He's such a nice boy. Wow, this is a really aggressive pillow you've got here, Doug. Um, is it though? Betty Boop? Yeah. Why though? In the in the thigh highs and the mini skirt and the uh what's the uh bustier? Um She's winking at me. She sure is. Betty Boop. See here's the thing about Betty Boop. She looks like she looks like someone who suffered from fetal alcohol syndrome and then became a hooker. Just a tremendous cranium on that girl. Yeah. Not proportional. If you could ask Betty Boop one question, what would you ask her? Where did it all go wrong? <laughs> I would ask her one. It would just simply be, how? <laughs> but then you're saying hello. Is that racist? I don't think so. Sure, it's not racist when you say it. Yeah. Perhaps more... But because I was a guiding hand. I am the Upamer. I put my hand on your back and threw you off the Grand Canyon. That's true. So you didn't go to the Grand Canyon, did you? I didn't. It was six hours out of my way. Douglas, Douglas, Douglas. You need to go to the Grand Canyon. I mean, I'm did gonna. You see, did you see the crater? The crater? Yeah. I don't know. The big crater that's out there. In Zona? Yeah. Uh, or Ari, you know, whatever. I think I drove by it. I didn't see it, mm-hmm. but I did not see it. I took a very southern route. I was very close to the border. Okay, I was going to say, because you didn't take 40, did you? On the way out. On the way out? Yeah. On the way out, you could have seen the Grand Canyon. Well, here's the thing. I was on a tight schedule. Schedule, if you will. Sketch. Sketch McGedge. Mm-hmm. Um... But on the way back, I was in the zone where every 25 yards, there was a sign warning me about dust storms. That's fun, isn't it? I was like, well, let's see it. Yeah, let's do it's this, like, man. When am I going to be back here? I will tell you, um, Grand Canyon, Magnif. Yeah. But the in, in northern Texas going into, is that Arizona? Or is that New Mexico? New Mexico? Yeah. It's literally, don't get mad at me, it's the exact same state with arbitrary state lines. But New Mexico has a charm to it that I just can't quite define. Yeah, you're not wrong. I liked Arizona because I thought it was a little more scenic, especially yeah. Flagstaff. Oh, Flagstaff, you Arizona. you got to go through a lot of nothing to get to Flagstaff. You do. And eventually you climb a mountain, Yeah. which was a strange experience. Yes, you do. But my point here is... Um, Blackstaff is an oasis. Yeah. It really is. There's, like, just desert and then, like, random. It seems like somewhere that should be in, like, the Pacific Northwest. What did you... In the middle of a desert. Yeah. When did you leave again? Um, Beginning of April. Beginning of April. Okay. So you're a little further along. I left in, what, January? Yeah. I don't know why I'm asking you. February. It was January 19th. Okay. So it was close enough to February. Um, So I was probably there January 21st. Right. And it was cold as fuck. Cold as fuck, Doug. Mm-hmm. And, um... But anyway, the, the there were Gale warnings mm-hmm. of a woman named Gale. 
she's asking to see that manager all over yeah all over north texas which is like i don't know if i had my weight distribution wrong i didn't even think it would matter yeah but i would catch wind and it would blow my car like all over the fucking place yeah and that's an Asubi. That's it, yeah. So it was a... Uh, My dart would have gotten picked up and thrown. <laughs> Literally tossed, like Uncle Rico trying to throw a football <laughs> over the mountain. <laughs> Truly. Um, no, no. White Claw. That's also true. Um, but when I was there, so it was still very early in the season, mm-hmm. so only like one end of the Grand Canyon was open. Oh. And it was the one that was like 10 hours away. Okay, yeah. I went through the National Park, mm. which is funny to me because like you get you, the only tickets they sell are like weekend passes or three-day passes, and it's $30, which whenever you like do the math down, it's 10 bucks a day. Mm-hmm. Not that bad, except people are only there for like a half an hour. Because so what are you going to do for three days there? Truly. And Unless you're like rafting. I see. That's the thing. I don't even think it's that spacious. Well, there is a thing. I forget what it was called. My brother showed me this thing once. Mm-hmm. It was. It was like a weird form of rafting through the Grand Canyon. Um, let me see if I can find it. Keep zetsing. Okay. And again, cold as fuck, which is strange, but nice to know that being you know a member of the Eastern Seaboard. We're a little hardier than the people out south, mm-hmm. or down south, however you prefer it. And I got to meet a nice man from Calgary, um, based off nothing but the fact that I had my jacket open. Ah. So I was standing. We did. So you're wearing that shirt right now. I am. Well, I wasn't, but I have a Calgary Flames hoodie on. Um, I just had, uh, you know, typical. You know, whatever clothes you wear, and I had my just—I just have literally had my jacket. It was like 35. It was cold, but it wasn't like freezing cold. Yeah. Um, it was just just slightly warmer. You might even suggest three degrees warmer than freezing cold. And I'm sitting on like this would-be sky bridge kind of thing, and I'm waiting for tourists to get out of the fucking way. Like I'm not a tourist. Right. And I don't want to like really take too many pictures. Maybe just like one or two, and I just really want to look at it because the thing about the Grand Canyon is. There's a reason it's considered a wonder of the world. Yeah. There's no picture that you can ever look at that gives you an accurate scale for how goddamn massive the Grand Canyon is. No. So looking at it is truly an experience where it's, I have to assume it's not in the same ballpark, but it's in the same idea as like when they say like the feeling that you get when you see like your child for the first time Mm -hmm. or like basically a moment that can happen once and never again. Mm -hmm. Obviously you can keep going back to the Grand Canyon, but you'll never see it for the first time. Right. Except for the first time. And you don't... I think if you truly appreciate what you're looking at, you don't want to take any pictures. No. You'll take them after you're good and ready. Because they'll be inadequate. Yeah. And I'm sitting there staring at it. My jacket's open. This guy walks up to me, also jacket open. Like, this is some sort of YMCA 70s thing. (laughs) And I said, young man. (laughs) And he's like, uh, I can't remember exactly what he said. It was something to the effect of like... 
I guess you're not really from around here, huh? And I was like, what gave it away? Who is from the Grand Canyon? Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, indigenous to the, down there. I just climbed up the hillside, sir. I was born from rock. <laughs> Molded by it. <laughs> that was a good impression. Thank you. You should write that down. I should write that down. And uh, yeah, we got to talking a little bit, and I was like, you know, not taking pictures either, and he was like, my wife! <laughs> Over there! <laughs> and you know we got to we got to talk. he was a nice man. We shook hands. I think his name was Steve. So Steve from Calgary, you're not listening to this, I guarantee you. But uh, someday you will. Someday I hope you do. And I want you to know I appreciate you. Shout out to all the Steves in Calgary. Yeah. And well, all not the, the ones in Quebec. No, not the Quebecois. Quebecois. I always say Quebecois. 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 Fucking hate Quebec. Cuba of the north. That's what I always say. But uh, magnificent. Magnificent. Mag- magnificent. I mean, it looks great in the picture on the wall of my dentist's office. I'm sure. When, you know, I'm in the chair. Mm-hmm. Getting drilled in the mouth. Truly. And I have nothing to look at except the light right in my face or look beyond through my feet to the stoic picture of the Grand Canyon <laughs> at sunset. And I have no idea which part of the Grand Canyon it is, but someday I will find that spot where that picture was taken. Sure, sure. And say, eh, it looks better in the office. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's an alright canyon. <laughs> and just feel the pain in my teeth. Like a Vietnam vet. Let me see if I... Uh, down back to Nam. I have those pics. I'm going to show you the inadequate pics that I took. Top pics for Gary. When did I go? In 2017 or 2018? 18. There's me flicking off Oklahoma. Oklahoma, where the cabin's middle finger goes through the plains. It really does. It really does. Doug. It really do be that way sometimes. They think it don't be like that. But it is what it do. You know, it is what it is when we do what we do. Look at the scale of that. Truly. Look at that scale. White Claw. It's a pound of it. It is. There's still snow on the ground. Snow on the bluff. Oh, there it is. There's the panorama. I say Panna, you say Rama. I got a picture, it was when I was leaving Vegas. Mm-hmm. Heading leaving east. Leaving Las Vegas. Heading east. Oh, Flagstaff, love you. Um, leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> Doug. I said Doug, man. There's no need to feel crass. I said Doug, man. Put your hand up my hey. Let's do this. Let me see. I'm trying to find the picture that no one else but you will see. Doug, we're we're waiting. Um, let me see. Let me tell you about my boat. Let me see. I don't know if you know this, but you're truly, really, actually killing me right now. You're killing your father, Larry. You're killing your dad. I'm going to kill your dad. Um, oh, I missed it. I must have passed it up. Um, Doug. I don't know what else to talk about. It should be right here. I'll say this. I By went, rights, it should be right here. I went to a McDonald's hey. in Flagstaff because, you know, when you're in other cities, you should taste the local cuisine. Yes. 
No, I went to McDonald's in Winslow. Ah, it's, we could have been McDonald's brothers. Oh, that was the worst part of the trip was after that McDonald's. Oh, I'm sure. But this McDonald's was like, I feel like this is the McDonald's that makes the food for the commercials. Yeah. Because it was pristine. And I didn't really know what to think of what, what it was going to be like going in because it was like 7 o'clock in the morning and they still had like the old early noughties game Naughty. stations or maybe even the late late 90s when yeah. they had like the, the Dreamcast or the N64s. Yeah. Um, they had one of those situations and I was like, oh boy, we are going to get some ghetto ass food in here. And it was delicious if not unfulfilling, as McDonald's typically is. Yes. 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 Um, very nice staff, too. Everybody in Flags... No, I'm sorry. Not everybody in Flagstaff. Horrible staff. I wish they died. There was a certain part of Flagstaff... Once I kind of got out of the epicenter of it, like the very, like, we want to be Aspen part of Flagstaff, yeah. everybody was nice. When I got into Flagstaff... Like, the nice Aspen part of it. Yes. Uh, there was a really good pizza place there that had a weird thing for uh, old uh, Frankie Blue Eyes. Mm. But I, I went to this, like, quasi-Panera joint. Okay. And did you notice that, like, ordering food becomes a wildly different endeavor as soon as you go out west? Yes. It was like you order your whole food. Your Whole Foods, mm-hmm. and then they bring it to you later. Yes. And I'm not used to that at, like, Panera or even, like, a Chipotle. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm used to just, like, having it and taking a seat with my food where everybody gives you flat. And you're still looking for this picture. <laughs> no, I found it. It just wasn't as impressive as what I thought it would be when I found other pictures. Boy, if I had a dollar. Um, here is a slideshow of me in El Paso. Trying to get the Ciudad Juarez sign while also driving. Oh, and mind great. you, I'm driving in this direction. The sign is back here. <laughs> oh my God. It is in the opposite direction. So my phone is just shooting blindly. <laughs> shooting blanks. But I finally got it yeah. with um, this scenic side of a building right next to it. Oh, you'll love it. You love to see it. And it felt like I was in Sicario. That's good for you, Doug. You know, East, Easter in Juarez is a fun time, but everything is closed, so it's not that fun. Easter, Juarez. This is the picture Loaded that I up and was looking for. This is outside of, this is probably about an hour outside of Vegas. That is a lot of land. Underwhelming, right? Mm-hmm. I thought it was better. I took a panorama. Panorama. But the river's even harder to see now. Sure is, Doug. You got that right, buddy. It's all right. I zoomed in. It's a decent. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad if you're like, bad picture. It's a, it's a good key shot. But uh, this, this, uh, you know what? I won't even say their, their gender. I won't even give their pronoun. This person, if they can even be called that, Oh boy. Was incredibly rude because I didn't get the concept of speak your truth, get a flag, take your seat, wait until the cold grasp of death approaches. And 
they this place had waffles on the menu. Now, mind you. Waffles on deck. Right? I'm scared. I'm alone. I'm cold. I'm in an unfamiliar place. And when you offer me bacon, eggs, and waffles, I'm going to take that shit nine ways to Sunday. Oh, yeah. And she went, <laughs> uh, that's only for the weekends, and it's not even the morning. And I went, well, sorry. And I went in my car, and I cried. And then I went to get pizza, because that is a second ballot Hall of Famer for comfort food. It really is. And then I went back to my hotel room. And when I say hotel room, I'm being extremely, extremely liberal. But hey, in the phrasing, that is. Yes. And, um... But, hey! It was a closet, and I was not paying for it. <laughs> um, I, I miss the open road. Me too. We should go back. We should. You want to do a road trip? I mean, obviously we're moving to New York next, but we should, we should drive out to L.A. Yeah, because we've made that road trip together. <laughs> Multiple <laughs> times. And there is... Nothing great to look at except a tiny statue of the statue. Of but Liberty. you know what? It makes it all worth it. Yeah. Tell me that half hour it took to hunt that motherfucker down wasn't the best half hour of that entire trip. Well, I thought we missed it somehow. Because it was like the river was really high mm-hmm. last time. Mm-hmm. Maybe something happened. Maybe it happened, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it got way higher. You just washed old Lady Liberty down the stream. But it didn't. We it, were just no, in the wrong yeah. spot. We were. For about 45 minutes. Yeah. And we got it. Oh, well, we got that oh, son of a bitch. Oh, we got it. <laughs> Lady Liberty, you son of a bitch. Houston, we got it. Oh, man. Oh, the old East Coast. I'm saying. Beast Coast. The Beast Coast. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I'd like, to, I'd like to drive out west again. Yeah. We could convoy it. This time, we take them together. Hmm. It is the hour at which we draw swords. I know your face. <laughs> Just Theoden things. Love it. <sighs> Live it. Love it. Lord of the Rings. Oh, man. I mean, I, I'd call it a wholly positive experience. It did cost me $9,000, but... Yeah, it cost a lot of money. Many, many, many monies. Um... A lot of anxiety. Truly. I think I lost roughly 25 pounds. <laughs> yeah. How do you think I was and, doing? And I didn't have a lot of pounds to spare before I left. Gaunt. <laughs> um, yeah. It was very stressful. Um, and I still don't know that I've come down from that stress. <laughs> I, I can't say seven with any degree removed. of certainty. Has it only been seven months for you? When did I get back? May? Six months. Six months. Well, when did I get back? I was on the road for a month. I guess you were, yeah. Um, we were worried about you. <laughs> everything was up in the air. I think I dropped off radar for an extended period of time. Yeah. Yeah, you did some soul searching. Uh, I, I turned my last week there into like a, a mini vacation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'm probably not going to make a, make a go of this, so... Fuck it. I'm going to go see things. I went to, uh, I was driving around Beverly Hills, and I thought... That's where you want to be. Gimme, gimme. Gimme, 
thinking, me? Yeah, I don't know. Driving in Beverly Hills. I don't know, blank. But I was driving around and I was like, where am I going to see the most famous people in Beverly Hills? And you know what I came up with? Where'd you come up with? Whole Foods. You did come up with Whole Foods. I went to Whole Foods. You know who I met there? Who'd you meet there, Kevin? The man himself, Taika Waititi. I'm so jealous. And he's a gentleman. Oh, I can imagine. I mean, I, we didn't speak a lot. I kind of like waved to him, and he like gave me a finger gun wink. That is exactly what he would do. Too. And because he was there with his family, I didn't want to disrupt that. No matter how much I wanted to be a part of his life and how be a much you to be child. part of that family. Yeah, I was like, I'm not gonna. He was literally the day after the Oscars. Like, yeah. I, I know that he didn't. He's walking out. Please adopt me. <laughs> Am I saying that or is Tyke saying that? Well, either one. <laughs> Please adult me. He's now English. Yeah. Hello. Hey, man. Hey, man. Oh, what a good guy. Um, who else did I see? Who else did I see? Nobody else at that time. No. But I did see the mom. I actually interacted for a decent amount of time with uh, the mom from Jolie from Modern Family. What's her name? Jolie McCat Gaffney. Let me just fucking Google I, I it. Watch Mark if Mark. I go, if I have to go on WebMD, Doug, and by that I mean IMDb. It is your WebMD. Julie Bowen. And oh, Julie why Bowen. did you just say that? Oh, well, I did. So, hmm. She's very nice. She's a very hmm. nice person. Very uh, ingratiating. And who did I meet? Who did you meet? I met someone who knows someone. Oh. I met someone who is childhood friends with the storyboard artist for all the Cullen Brothers movies. That's right. You did. You did say that. You did say that. Um, and I got a free book out of it. That's great. I'm happy. Autographed. Autographed. With a message. And the fucking money. And the fucking money. <laughs> the whites. <laughs> the ringer. We we owe that movie movie a watch. We do. It is. It's been a minute since I saw it. And by minute, I mean probably over a year. Yeah. I. I yeah. Well. Start. I mean, well. Start to finish. I don't know if I've watched it start to finish since we watched it. Really. Together. I watched it on the 25th anniversary. Could have been last year. I watched it then. No, I was here last. Last. It was two years. Is it the 25th anniversary? When was it just the 20th? Uh, it might have just been the 20th. I think it was like 97. So. Yeah, I think it was just the 20th. But it was exciting to be in L.A. for that. Yeah. Um, and I what watched... What is Lebowski Con? Or whatever it Lebowski is. Fest. Lebowski Fest. Sorry. Lebowski Fest. It's... Read the big I think it's in the spring. I never really had to keep track of when. I think that's right. Isn't it like Millvale or something? It's... Your old stomping grounds. Millville. Oh, you mean like the one here? Yeah. Oh. Isn't this one of the bigger ones? I don't know. The one that's like the biggest one. Oh, there is one in Pittsburgh. How about that? So they're in Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee, meaning the good land. Uh, New York. Big sky country. <laughs> yeah. Las Vegas, Los Angeles, city of angles. Austin, Seattle, Chicago. Uh, San Francisco, Portland, London, Boston, New Orleans, and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Black with gold chains. Pittsburgh like still is. Uh, the first one's in. The first one was in Louisville, though. 
Kentucky. Uh, but the one in Los Angeles. City of Angles. City of Angles. Um, I never found it to be quite that. Oh, that's nice. The Jeff Bridges showed up to the 2005 one and performed The Man in Me Aww. by Bob Dylan. Um, in 2001, members... Man in me and me and compensation. They are little heebo-nays. Take one Ooh, your Dylan needs work. Again, three. Your Dylan needs work. Well, I wasn't really doing it, Dylan. Your Dylan needs I work. I wasn't really... Somebody right. work on this man's Dylan. <laughs> Why do you doing that? I don't know, but I wish you'd stop. I think a dude that I used to work with used to do that, and it made me giggle inside. And I've just replaced my inner giggle with an outside avian scream. In 2011, members of the cast reunited at Lebowski Fest, New York, including Bridges, Julianne Moore, John Goodman, Steve Buscemi, and John Turturro. Torturous. The Jesus. That is what they call it. When does The Jesus Rolls come out? I don't know. There's a Spanish trailer for it. There was a Spanish trailer for it. That's true. It doesn't say anything about the Pittsburgh location, though. Well, that stinks like do. Well, let me search the Lebowski Fest Peace Bar. He's Peace Bar. No, 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 uh, Friday, March 3rd was the last one. Hmm. So there's that. We should, we, we probably owe it to ourselves to go. I, I'd have a hard time finding bigger Lebowski fans than us. Yeah. You do. Okay. Am I, am I bothering you? Yeah. You are bothering me by presuming to know anything about me. Inserting. As if we haven't spent... Every week together since 2016. Bulk of the series. <laughs> Not exactly a lightweight. Please, Kevin. 2015. That was when we became regulars at Bocktown. Oh, boy. R.I.P. Yeah. Yep. A minute's silence. I... All right, we'll call it at 30 seconds. That's really going to mess me up when I'm editing this. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> what happened? Oh, no, it's beauty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mr. Water News. <laughs> You're making him lose his concentration. What a voice. I'm saying it. Um, what I was going to say was, I don't know that I'd had like a craft beer since Bogtown closed until last weekend. Oh, Great Lakes makes a good border. And I was like, oh my god, oh my god, this is. 
Because I figure as two white guys with a podcast, craft beer was something we hadn't discussed yet. Yeah. We really got to scratch that itch. Yeah, truly. Well, let's get into it then. Yeah, it was good. You have a half an hour left. It was good. I enjoyed it. And then the next day I had probably high life again. Yeah. High life, baby. There's something to be said for Swill. You know, sponsored, not sponsored by High Life. Not sponsored by Swill. Hey, it's our good buddy Ben. Good buddy. His name is Ben. Good buddy. Uh, ben. That's how that goes. I'm very happy to have heard it here first, folks. You know what? They heard it the same time you heard it, but they won't hear it till later. That was good. Duck. Hey, I had something I wanted to bring up today. You wanted to, to you. bring up to me. Yeah. Is this gonna is this gonna go somewhere? It, it might. Is this going to offend? It might. Not you. I don't know who it'll offend. Um What genre of music is or are foo fighters? I I would call them radio rock. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just thought it was interesting that, like, something featuring a, a former member of Nirvana, Uh-oh. the grungiest of the grunge, Wait. just becomes, like, dad rock. Yeah. I mean, they started off pretty cool, but um, I'm getting an incoming call here, oh. so I need, to t- I need to take this real quick. I need to say, um, well, h- hello? Am I on the podcast? <laughs> you are now. Uh, good. I saw Doug's Instagram. <laughs> There he is. What's going on, bud? Uh, not much. Just coming back from uh, some dive bar playing pool by myself. Actually, this I didn't. I played pool by myself one game. Two other games I played against a schizophrenic guy who kicks my ass. <laughs> so really, he was playing against himself. You just happened to be. There. That's not fair. He had a team. He was playing against eight other guys, and I was like, "It's just me, bro." But uh, yeah, he kicked my ass. Um, but you know, whatever. You hate to see it. His name was Chad, and he uh, asked me to take a picture of him and then send it to my wife, which I did. Oh. And, uh, That's good. You sent it to your wife? Yeah, because I showed her because he was like, he was just like, you know, we were just talking about life and all that. And uh, I told him I was married and showed him a picture of Mary Catherine. Mm-hmm. And he was like, can you take a picture of me and send it to her? And I was like, sure, man. I can do that for you. <laughs> That's <laughs> not a weird thing to ask. Well, I would ask you if you wanted us to, uh, to like, bleep out MC's name. But given that you're sending her pictures of schizophrenics, then I figured it's probably okay. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, he was a lovely man who just had a lot of issues, but was drinking Diet Pepsi at the bar, and I was like... Well, that's one of many issues. We hung out and talked the whole entire time. He's a lovely guy. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, being schizophrenic doesn't make, make you less than, but, you know, playing yeah. team pool against a solo man certainly does. Was he forthcoming <laughs> with that information? But also, honestly, if we really want to give me credit, it was me against eight other guys. All right. <laughs> ben, I give you full credit. You held your own. Back sure, it was the other man shooting, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking on the podcast about? Whoa, what are we talking about? Um, we talked about comedy for a while. Yeah, and how I texted you I, last I, night. I, 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 I
topics to talk about comedy whenever I'm in Pittsburgh next week. We're looking forward to it. Oh, boy, I can't wait. Yeah, I was. I didn't bring yeah, up on. until right now, but the fact that I, I looked to you for strength last night and you completely yeah, I, ignored I me. Text you back. I actually thought about it all day because I was like, did I text him back? And then I got distracted by something. I was like, oh, yeah, Crashing was kind of a fun, shitty show. And then I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, did I text the magnet? And I couldn't remember, and I got distracted. And then I was like, oh yeah, I hate Pete Holmes, but that show was good. And then I was like, did I text the magnet? <laughs> happened multiple times today. <laughs> the first time I ever watched uh, Crashing at all, I was I was quite literally crashing with Ben uh, just outside of Los Baños, California, in, the bathrooms, and exactly in NorCal. And we're sitting there eating beef jerky, and he goes, "You're you're watch you're watch crashing. It's hysterical. Pete Holmes' wife cheats on him." <laughs> I think that's why like it gave me some kind of gratification. I was like, "I hate Pete Holmes." <laughs> it's awesome. Um, speaking of NorCal, uh, the guys I'm working with up here in upstate New York uh, also. They uh, did a project there at that same building, and they were like, isn't that city horrible? And I'm like, can you call it a city? It is a truck stop stop with a hotel that serves split pea soup. It's true. like gourmet meal. Did you guys eat it? No. No, we strictly drank. did, and I got it in my beard, and I looked like I threw up like I was a baby or something. (laughs) Sweet baby Ben. Sweet, sweet pea baby Ben. That would be bad. You shouldn't do that. Five of our listeners would be bad. So many listeners. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh, sweet burn, Ben. (laughs) Simmer. And he still wants to be a guest. (laughs) Also, Kevin, uh, Instagram post. Both Mary Kevin and I were reading it. Not intentionally at the same time, but we both were laughing at each other, or we were laughing. At the same time, and we were like asked, like, "Oh, what are you looking at?" And when both of us were like, "Kevin's post." <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday was was gold, 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 gold post. Oh, thanks, baby. I appreciate that. <laughs> no problem, Doug. Step your game up, you fucking loser. <laughs> you know what, Ben? I let the picture speak for me. Yeah, it's true. You look hot. Oh, babe. <laughs> I was just telling him how svelte he looks since even the, since we were in New York last. Yeah, and you, sir, just straight up taking pictures of a track in front of you, being like, look at me, I'm putting in work. I'm a healthy boy. He's a healthy boy. And keto I'm just kid. in keto, constant keto, pain. Keto kid. Mm-hmm. I don't know about keto. I don't know about I just that either. But, don't you know. eat meals anymore. <laughs> Well, you guys have fun with the podcast. I'm back home, and I got to pee, and I'm going to drink a lot of water. All right, buddy. Thanks for calling. And, hey, we'll see you soon. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Yeah, next week, brothers. All right, buddy. Excited. Uh, Yeah, either Tuesday night or, yeah, Monday night. I won't be there Monday night. So, like, either Tuesday night. It might be a little bit later, like 9. Could we do like Tuesday night at nine or something, or like Wednesday too? We could do that, and then maybe go out afterwards. I mean, yeah, we really don't start recording until ten regularly. Anyway. Yeah, so it's yes. whatever. Yeah, so let's do that. All right, Bubby, we'll see you. All right, see you guys later. Enjoy. See you later.
I love it when he calls. That was such a fun surprise. It really was. Am I on the podcast? <laughs> Fucking, I guess you are now. You know it, baby. You oh. know it, you weak old baby. What you a know. guy. Oh, really just the main reason why we need to move to New York. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're. I mean, sure, there's like probability of being discovered and... Could we further our careers? Yeah, Man, probably. It's, oh, yeah, probably. It's, if, on if the, we, it's on the table. If we set our, our hearts to it. Yeah, but we know that Ben will always be there for us. Yeah. Watch, of course, we move up there and he gets, like, a job offer somewhere. Yeah. But he moves somewhere lame, dancing. like Virginia. Yeah. Wisconsin. I always forget that the Midwest exists. You know, that there's people that consider Pittsburgh the Midwest. Yeah, and I don't agree with that. We're Beast Coast. We are... The Beast Coast. I always um, forget about Delaware. Do you? I do. I can't forget about Delaware. They won't let me. Mm. But I do forget about Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma. Until I remember it. goes sweeping through the plains. And my, my sheer unbridled rage comes back. You know, it's like I always say, Doug. What do you always say, Kevin? Denial is the worst state to be in. Mm-hmm. The second worst is Oklahoma. <laughs> you do say that. You actually do say that pretty frequently. Yeah, I think it's very clever, and I know everybody forgets about me, so I just keep saying it. So witness me. <laughs> pretty much, it's I joke, I die, I joke again. Why well, that isn't the truth? <laughs> it's like Jay Z once said. What's he say? I'm especially Joe Pesci with it, friend. I will kill you, commit suicide, and kill you again. When did he do that? On the song Threats off the Black Album. No, when did Joe Pesci kill himself? Uh, when he retired. But he's in The Irishman. Yeah. This is this is him killing us again. Oh. Because he killed us, retired. Boy, that line is so 3,008. Ugh. I'm so... 3008. You're so 2000 and late? Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the joke. Is that song 11 years old? It sure is. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. You ever get so disappointed, you John Travolta? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. More often than you'd think. Ooh, okay. There's uh, undertones. Really, it's just John Travolta and whatever. What's the movie's in with Jamie Lee Curtis where it's like the... Battlefield Earth. Swivel hip class. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know that one. I think it's Boogie Nights. I'll just break No, he's it, not on Boogie Nights. Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. Is she Is she in that? I don't know, man. Oh, here drink. we go. Drink. I knew we got him. Tony's got him. John Travolta, American singer. What? Is he? Well, he is, though. He's from Englewood, New Jersey. <laughs> What's the difference? He's still married to Kelly Preston, though. Good for him. Hey, that's Scientology, man. She's trapped in there. I didn't know he was in a uh, Rob Zombie documentary. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's Battlefield Earth. <laughs> How dare you kick me? I didn't. I would never dare. I need you alive. All right. I would assume that movie was one of his firsts. No, he's been around for a long time. But with Jamie Lee? She's been around for a long time. It was probably Saturday Night Fever. I don't think it was. 
Well, he was in moment by moment with. Here's what it was. Lily it Tom. was perfect. 1985's perfect. Oh yeah, so it was. Especially, well, the first image is. <laughs> yeah, a female aerobics instructor meets a male reporter doing a story on health clubs, but it isn't love at first sight. What really disturbs me is how well you can see his bulge in that scene. Mm, and hers. Well, that part doesn't disturb me as much. It's something about the look on John Travolta's face that it's like, I don't trust this bulge. Jamie Lee Curtis. When I say Jamie, you say Lee Curtis. Jamie. Lee Curtis. Jamie. Lee Curtis. Lee Oh, boy. She's got a new name. Jamie Lee Hayden Guest. Lady Hayden Guest. Lady Nay Hayden. Curtis. She was, her first movie was was Halloween. Yep, I could have told you that. How about that, man? She was, what, 19? Santa Monica, U.S. I gotta tell you something about Santa Monica. It's in the U.S. It's in the U.S. She was born on a pier. I can't say that I love it. I mean, it's very, like, it's very L.A. Yeah. But there's just a lot of hazards, namely the homeless. Yes. And I would love at some point in my future to be able to help them, but right now I can't because I'm also homeless. Relatively speaking. Relatively speaking, especially when I was out there. Right. And it's just, it's, the city is nigh unnavigable. Yes. Without running Prince in. Henry would be screwed. Truly. Prince Henry the Navigator. Yeah. No, I was, yeah, we got it. That was for our academia nuts. Hello. And uh, it's also, I got three parking tickets in Santa Monica, okay. and I scratched the front end of my car on a garage door. I thought you were going to say, on a girl? <laughs> wow, she is sturdy. They make them hefty out there in Santa Monica. <laughs> Just shreds your car. Oh, Douglas. Dangle. Uh, <laughs> It always is weird to me how, like, quickly you are to... <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. Um, I don't want to date this, mm -mm -mm -mm. but last mm -mm. night... Wow, what a fuck boy. Right? But last night... You've been called that. But last night... I've been um, called worse. That's true. Uh, Doug. The you? name Doug was trending in Pennsylvania for the second time in a month... For why? I don't know. I think there's someone on the Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh. His name is Doug. I hate the fucking Eagles. You do. <laughs> I think it's Glenn Fry, RIP. I have no, I have actually no issue with the Eagles, but my loyalty lies with Lebowski, so. I mean, hey, they're a soundtrack to the West. For you. For you? That's because I was rocking my dad, and he's a big Eagles fan. Got a peaceful, easy feeling. That's why we stopped in Winslow, so we could stand on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. Oh, that's cute. And they have like a whole setup there. I listened to speed metal the whole way out there. Yeah. That's not true. But you're on the highway through the danger zone. That's speed metal. <laughs> and you know what, though? Texas, I know we said this probably at least three times. She was from there, dumb. Yeah, yeah, that is an absolute. You know, death taxes and shoes from Texas are dumb. <laughs> and only a Sith deals in absolutes. 
Stop it. <laughs> Rapid fire. Um, you never answered my question. Or what? maybe you did and I wasn't paying attention. Oh, that's more called. likely. Foo Fighters, genre, dad rock. Dad rock. Or heavy metal. No, they're certainly not heavy metal. I know, but I knew it would get a rise out of you. I rise. am risen. Um, no, they're like, they're. I really don't even think they're dad rock, because I would think the Eagles are dad rock. The Eagles are classic rock. I think dad rock is stuff like the Decemberists. Where it's I, like technically indie, but also like not new indie. I don't know. Maybe but you're right, but... Foo Fighters just seem, like, super safe. They are extremely safe, and they tried to get a little more... So, I think a, a quick timeline of things was that they started off very heartfelt and aggressive, but not grunge or mm-hmm. punk. And... But there was a lot of, like... There's a lot of Dave Grawl in the music, because he wrote the entire... He wrote and performed for in studio... The entire first album by himself. Which was their first album? Um, something in Colors. Or The Color and Shape, I think it's called. Foo Fighters. Rock Band. Uh, is there a Rock Band Foo Fighters edition? There isn't, but it's basically Rock Band 1. Terribly boring. Um, 94 to present. The Color and Shape. Um... Well, there's Foo Fighters, 95, mm-hmm. and then The Color and Shape, 97. Yeah, The Color and Shape's like the first big one. But, as the, so in the, in the noughties, no. they got real aggressive. I liked that album a lot. That was uh, Not Learn to Fly. One by One? Yes. That's the only album of theirs I have. And there's only one song that I really like. Uh, in Your Honor was really good. And one by one was really good. Is this the one that has the best of you or whatever that? Yes. Was? Lonely as you is a song I really like on it. It's a yeah, that's an alright one. But I think I just like it because like of how the vocals are layered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they do a really good job mixing. Um. But like I, as it gets toward the end, he starts like being more shouty and it's like ah, I don't like mm-hmm. this much. Yeah, I think In Your Honor is probably my favorite album of theirs. Just because No Way Back, Best of You, and DOA, back to back to back, is like so awesome. Ooh. How poetic was that? But In Your Honor. In Your Honor. And, and, and lately they've gotten, they've gotten more into... They've just really dug themselves into the rock bed of of rock and i know sonic highways they did a thing where they had like classic rock musicians and like musicians musicians playing on their songs and helping them write songs and they recorded each song with a different person oh. yeah um and but i didn't like that album i thought it was no. like that was was that the one that had like a documentary with it yes it was like an hbo special yeah I, I didn't like that very much um and I don't know. I don't think that Dave Grawl is less of a musician than he used to be. I just I don't really like where he's at right now. I respect him because he does like a lot of like production work. Yeah. No. People, honestly, right? I I. But like not just for like his own stuff, but mm-hmm. for other people. I, I don't I don't want to take anything away from him. I don't mean to take anything away from him, but. No. But it's just like. 
I was trying to think because I had my iPod on shuffle, and Your it was that shuffle. it was that song that came on mm-hmm. that uh, "Lonely as You." I was like, well, yeah. I hadn't heard this in a while. Um, and I forgot that I liked it because I never seek out the Foo Fighters to listen to. Sure, why would you? Right. And so I was trying to figure out like what other groups are similar enough to be lumped in with that. Uh huh. Or like if there was a tour going on, like which acts would they get with it to be like, oh, this is like not the same thing, but if you like this, you might like that. Yeah. And I was like struggling to come up with anyone of substance. I thought maybe for a second Guns N' Roses, but mm-hmm. I think it would be like a very specific time period of Guns N' Roses. I would say the the perfect lineup for a Foo Fighters song would be... Coldplay? It would be Foo Fighters, Queens of the Stone Age, and Arctic Monkeys. See, I like Queens of the Stone Age and Arctic Monkeys, but they did not pop into my head. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I could see like... I could probably see mm-hmm. Eagles of Death Metal more than Queens of the Stone Age. Well, so uh, Josh Homme of both of those bands yeah. and um, Dave Grawl are homies. They were in Them Crooked Vultures are together. Homies? Get out of my house. This isn't your house. Get out of our house. In the middle of the street. <laughs> oh my god. What is wrong is with you? This my yes and my. <laughs> What is wrong with you? I got issues. Um, that's interesting, though. Um, what was the name of the band? Was it the Screaming Trees? Yeah. That Mark Lanigan was in? Yeah. I feel like that might be comparable. Or um, that genre. Genre. Um... But my thinking is that, like, Queens of the Stone Age is heavier than Foo Fighters. Yeah. And, like, early Arctic Monkeys, like, was more punk. Yeah. Now, not last album was, like, a lounge singer album. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> um, well, Queens of the Stone Age has kind of settled down a little bit. It's a little more, like, I don't want to say swingy. But it's there's a swagger to it. Yeah, where there wasn't always. I feel like to have a swagger, you, there has to be a little bit more melody. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of their older stuff doesn't necessarily have it. Well, let's see what when I search Foo Fighters, let's see what Google brings up as like. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, I guess that is the logical one. Um, Audio Slave, R.I.P. S.T.P. Stunt Double Pilots, R.I.P. Um, 21 Stone Temple Pilots. Queens of the Stone Age shows back up, man. Um, we've got Weezer. 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 Um, Bush. Smashing Pumpkins. Alice in Chains. Smashing Pumpkins. I forgot they were a thing. Uh, the White Stripes. Boom. Boom. And oh, them Crooked Vultures. It's a bit on the nose. A little bit. They're good though. They Are they? Some, I they, never listened. They've got some jams. Got Josh Homme is another one I respect, but he also kicked a fan in the face in concert. He did, and I, I don't know a lot about it, but mm. I do. But like I, I, I remember reading it like oh, I was probably like an accident. He's probably like 
doing something and then like the person's face happened to be there. And I watched the video, I was like, no, that's pretty unmistakable. He's kicking someone in the face. I can't remember what his rationale was. He said that he was trying to do something mm-hmm. and it escalated before he could adjust or something like that. Like he was trying to like so I guess he didn't like that she was taking camera, or he was she was taking camera. She was taking pictures with her camera, mm-hmm. and she he tried to like nudge her camera with his foot, like not full on like soccer she had kick flash it. On. Yeah, well that's the thing. Like it was like something about it was really bugging him for whatever reason, and he tried. Wait, I think I remember. Like he could hear the clicks. Yeah, or something like that. And so he tried to like nudge her to let her know like stop. Mm-hmm. But like he like lost his balance or something, or he started focusing on something else, and then he just like lost motor function. But he was already mid kick, mm. and like really caught her. Um, not that it excuses it, yeah. because intention doesn't you know matter yeah. when you've kicked somebody in the face. Um, but um, have you ever seen the documentary that Colin Hanks made? About the Eagles of Death Metal concert at the Bataclan. No, I have not. About that fateful night. Sure. Very interesting. I was weeping. And that that documentary is what made me an Eagles of Death really? Metal fan. Though I have since found out that What's-His-Face, the lead singer, is kind of a piece of shit. That makes sense. He pr- pretty much like drove their touring drummer like crazy and quit the band. Oh, okay. Because Josh Homme plays drums for them in the studio. Yeah. And, like, at certain concerts, but on tour, he doesn't really go with them. Mm-hmm. Um. Jesse Hughes. Yeah. His name's, like, Boots something, though. Oh, okay. It's, like, his stage name. Boots Electric, maybe? Well, we'll, we'll figure it out. But, Yeah. Yeah. We will figure... Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Puberty again. Members. Yeah. Um, Jesse Hughes, a.k.a. The Devil slash Boots Electric. Mm-hmm. And then there's Josh Homme, a.k.a. Carlo Von Sexron, D.P. Pete, Baby Duck, <laughs> and Zombie Zebra. Baby Duck is the one I've heard him call the most. <laughs> Wait, well, Carlos Von... Sexron. Sexron. What a name. (laughs) Suddenly, Big Meat doesn't look that bad. Or uh, Papa Sauce. Doesn't seem as out there. Oh, here we go. You got some past contributors. Tim Vanimal. Van Hamel. Van Hamel. A.K.A. Timmy. Tip over. Tip over Timmy. Claude Coleman. A.K.A. Sugar Dick. All right, I think we've had about enough of that. Brian O'Connor, a.k.a. Big Hands, B-O-C. A.k.a. Paul Walker. Samantha Maloney. Hot Damn Sweet Sam. Is this is this real? This is real. Eugene Trotman, a.k.a. Teen Dream. Joey Castillo, a.k.a. The Sexy Mexi. Oh, boy. Uh, Jeff Freidel. A.K.A. The White Don Cheadle. See, what this shows me is that they just burn through members. It doesn't really... No, but honestly, they're all drummers. 
Huh. All of them are drummers. That makes sense. Tim Van Amel is a guitarist. He was there for a year. Claude Coleman, Sugar Dick, drummer for from 2004 to 2012. So basically, it's just um, Jesse Hughes likes working with Josh Homme. Yeah. And, and no one else is Nobody else. Snuff. Yeah. Because um, they were childhood friends. Yeah. Sam Maloney played drums in 2005. Gene Trotman played drums from 06 to 07. Joey Castillo played drums from in 05, 08, and to 2012. Jeff Friedel played drums until 2015. Julian Dorio played drums until 2015, 2016. Um, what else do we got here? Dave Grawl was in it for a spell. Jack Black was in it for a spell. Um, Jack Black. Jack Black, the Jack Black. And also known as Jeff Boyles or Blackjack. Um, who else we got? Um, this is Illegals of Death Metal, right? Yes. Because I know that uh, a lot of people have... Oh, Taylor Hawkins also played a little bit. He's the drummer for Foo Fighters. Yeah. I know that... You Al- don't know that, no, don't, don't you? Yeah, me. <laughs> I don't even know what genre Foo Fighters is. Do you think I know who the drummer for them is? Um, I know Alex Turner of Arctic Monkeys has supplied vocals to Queens of the Stone Age on several occasions. Mm-hmm. Um, I assume they're all, like, pretty close. Close enough to collaborate every now and then. Um, but it's just never something you hear about as often as you wouldn't like the rap world where people collaborate all the time. Yeah. That's what I wanted to ask you about, but I don't know if we have time today. Because we're running up on an hour and a half right now. How much? What time is it? 128. 129? Hey, save it till next time. Write it down. Okay, I'll, write it, till next I'll time. write it down. Give you some time. I'll, I'll ask you post recording and then I'll give you some time to think on it yeah um but I think given that this is about it uh let me ask you the all important question Doug Mm -hmm. did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself you know I think he might (laughs) have I'm kidding no he didn't (laughs) absolutely not but more importantly not like Jeffrey Epstein but did you have fun I did have fun. Who's <laughs> to say maybe he had fun too? Maybe, well, yeah. I think he did have he had too much fun, which is what got him in that position. Yeah. Um, not the pedophilia is fun. We do not condone pedophilia. We are not sponsored by pedophilia. Well, it's better no off without people like Jeffrey Epstein. Truly, but not until they sing to a jury of their peers, like a canary. Uh, <laughs> But I had a tremendous amount of fun. You Thank know what? I actually, I did. I thought this was a good one. Did you I, have fun? Jeff? I think the people are going to like this. They did I have a lot too. of fun. We had a special surprise guest. We did. We had claws. We had claws. We had a pound. We had two pounds of claws in the house. Yes, two pounds of them. Two pounds each. of them. Each. Mm, not each. I wish we had two well, pounds each. I had a secret stack. I could definitely use another claw. That's really the beauty of the claw. Do you know how expensive a case of claws is? It's probably very. Just about forty dollars. And those ain't panders. <sighs> That's ridiculous. I know, but they're in demand. Well, sure. And like we could probably make claw. We probably could. We just get like vodka and la claw. La claw. La claw. Oh, those bastards! <laughs> this whole time, they snaped us. <laughs> Snape. Snape. Oh, Severus Snape. No, don't you do it. 
Um, by the way, we're still looking for you to do what our good buddy Ben did. Please call in. Yeah. Um, send us DMs. Ask us questions. Get involved if you want to sponsor us. More importantly, if you want to pay for our time so that we can go to your party and make you look like <laughs> not such a schmuck. We are so much fun. We will win over maybe your we should, parents. Maybe we need to rebrand to We Have Fun to We Are Fun. I think that might be what it is. Um, yeah, you want your parents to think you've got friends? Buy us. Yeah. You know? We're great at weddings. We're we're best at weddings. That's yeah. our that's our bread and butter. We are the best men. Yeah, whether you like it or not. Yeah. yeah. And you will like it. Oh, you will like it. That's just, you know what? There's connotations, but we'll let it go. Yeah. Because you're paying for it. Yeah. So they should like it. Exactly. Exactly. It's on us to make exactly. It's on us to make them like well, it. Well, here's the thing. For we have fun, guys. For we have mushrooms. No, I see what you did. There. I've been Kevin. I, Kevin. No, Gavin. you're Dangle. Gavin. Douglas. Dangle McSwangle here. Mm-hmm. I am always Doug. And we'll. Uh, I guess we'll just catch you in the next one. We'll catch you down the road. All right. Yeah. How's that sound? That, it sounds pretty. Does that sound a plan? It sounds reasonable. All right. It doesn't sound unreasonable. Acceptable. Acceptable. All right, buddies. Buddies and lady buddies, we'll see you in the next one. Thanks for stopping by. We appreciate you. We love you. Don't tell it. All right. Well, we appreciate you. They have to earn our love. We appreciate you, we cold babies. Appreciate you. All right. See ya.